Hello, my beautiful butterflies. Welcome back to another episode of Tarot Tea with Brie. Welcome back, my beautiful butterflies. I'm super excited to be back with you guys and put out a whole new episode of Tarot Tea with Brie. So just like the title suggests, we are going to be talking about why we don't feel comfortable enough opening up to our parents about major things that happen in our lives. And why do we choose to wait until we are adults to talk about them? If we even ever open up and talk about them. So I do want to put a little bit of a trigger warning in the beginning of this episode that we will be talking about SA, which is basically just getting taken advantage of. So I did want to put that out there just in case there are some sensitivities to that um, and you choose not to listen to this episode because of that. But I just wanted to put that trigger warning out there for you guys so that way you're not kind of thrown into it without that warning. So I asked my followers to comment on why it is that they feel like it's hard to open up about certain aspects of their lives to their parents. And this is what you guys said. One user wrote that she thinks it's hard for her to open up to her mom about things that have happened because she is afraid that her mother won't believe her and also how much she knows that it would hurt her to hear the things that she went through. Another follower slash friend wrote that her parents are literally the most judgmental people on the planet. She grew up having mommy issues big time. She's mostly over them now, but some stuff it's not even worth telling her mom because it's always a judgmental or questioning response rather than genuine emotion. And with her dad, he is literally a racist. So every time they get together, he has to end up talking politics. Like he's not even a political person, nor is anyone in her family. So it is so dumb. She thinks that for both of them, they are very stuck in a certain way of thinking. And as much as she would love for them to change, it's not her responsibility. I love that. It's definitely not our responsibility to change our parents, but Opening up about our feelings kind of allows them to see how we're feeling about what they are or are not doing. Um, back to it, though, she still loves them more than anything in the world, and that's not the issue. And she knows that they love her, too. She just knows how she just knows their conversational boundaries are, and it's not worth pushing them to her, at least in her family dynamic. And that's great that you have conversation boundaries that's absolutely amazing that you have boundaries period and and that's that's amazing and super proud of you for that so thank you for sharing that part of your story another one says i think from the outside looking in at some of her friends that they are afraid to disappoint their parents some are probably even afraid to talk about their feelings she knows for some of her friends that they weren't even allowed to be emotional or express their feelings. So it's probably a supernatural thing for them. Another friend said that there were things that she never told her dad because she did not want him to react to it and go to jail. She said 
she was essayed by an uncle in marriage who would put her to bed and then when she would fall asleep he would try touching her and she would wake up but she was way too scared so she pretended like she was asleep and she loved her dad so much and knew that he had a very bad temper so she felt like she was protecting her father by not telling him that one was a pretty deep one and I always feel so sad for the ones that have to be exposed to that kind of life at such a young age and it's scary it's scary when you become a parent and you've gone through certain things and you're trying to protect your child from those things that should not happen but are actually happening in the world and it's a very very scary thing and I thank you so much for opening up and allowing me to use this anonymously for you to be able to tell your story and I'm forever grateful for that. So now I'm going to open up about my own personal experience with not telling my parents about something. Um, When I turned 21, I had been going through a rough time and kind of looking back at it now, obviously it wasn't as big of a deal as it was when I was younger and I was in that younger mindset, but I had just gone through a breakup that I really enjoyed being with this person and I was spiraling and I would get blackout drunk, not knowing my limit, but also not caring to not know my limit. But um, there was two instances where I was taken advantage of by the same person. Um, so the first time that it happened, I felt nothing but shame. And the second time it happened, I tried to drink and get blacked out drunk to kind of forget and also mask what I was feeling. I didn't know how to express my feelings about certain things like this. And you see it on TV, but when it actually happens to you, it's a whole nother ball game. And you don't really understand how to even process that kind of thing. But I definitely, after that, I changed my whole life around um, because of this situation. And I do not drink like that. I honestly don't even drink anymore because it's just a scary feeling and, and not wanting to go back to that kind of a place and have absolutely no control over my body. I refuse to get to a point where I have no control of my body. And I realize now that everything happens for a reason and I am the way I am because of this. And I'm choosing to use this as my story 
to put out there to help others tell their story and know that it's okay to deal with things or to not deal with things and then deal with them later. But using my platform to speak up about things and to know and allow people to know that I am a safe space for you to come to, to to talk to me, to vent, to whatever it is you feel like. I have always tried to put myself out there as a kind of like a comforting weighted blanket to just help you relax and and just be a comforting thing for people out there. I, I try my best to help people go through certain things because I've gone through things and wanted support, but also didn't know how to ask for support at the same time. But I never told my mom because I felt so much shame. I was angry. I was sad. I was disgusted. And there were so there was so much more behind it. But I feel like the main two feelings that I felt was fear of how she would react and shame that she tried her hardest to protect me from certain things. And it still happened. And I didn't want her to feel sad either. I just didn't want her to feel like it was her fault because she did try everything in her power to prevent certain things in life. And I'm forever grateful for that. And this, what happened has absolutely nothing to do with what she did or did not teach me, all of this has to do with its life. And sometimes these things happen and you can prepare your whole life to not put yourself in certain situations. And there's always just, it it always seems to sneak in because I feel like, and this is just how I feel, I just feel like sometimes these things happen to kind of put you on the right path and to make sure that you go down the right paths. Like I could have easily taken this situation and went down a dark path and just continued down a path where I was continuously taken advantage of or went down an even darker path and I could have easily done that. But I chose to use what happened to me and make myself better. And we all have that choice. This all happened before the Me Too movement went viral. So talking about SA and being taken advantage of and the R word, that was all a very taboo thing to kind of talk about because it wasn't out there and it a lot of people weren't telling their stories at that point. So being one of the very first people to talk about things, it's always a scary thing. And I shied away from that because one, I didn't know how things were going to happen and all of that. And I, I just didn't, I was just scared 
nonetheless. Like I was just super scared about the whole process of things and also not processing my emotions. I kind of just shut it away and I didn't really talk about it. Um, but there came a turning point in my life where I decided to use my voice and use what happened to me kind of like as testimony to like, you can go through some dark stuff and come out and be a beautiful soul because you chose not to let something like that affect you to where it's taking you down a dark, dark path. But I think the worst part about my part of the story is that there were so many opportunities that I could have used to open up about it to my mom. And I just never did. Like, like I said, I was scared. I, I ended up even moving out and all of that. And and it started to become a little easier to even think about wanting to open up about it. But I was, I just, I was scared. And so I just never did. But There was an opportunity to open up about it the next day, like the next day after it happened, because I came home, I sat on the couch next to her, and she noticed a hickey on my neck, and I chose to say that I wanted that hickey instead of telling her the whole story that I was taken advantage of. And I, to this day, I, that is probably one of my most, probably the only regret that I have is not telling her the very next day that it happened. But like I said, I was scared and that's all natural. But I turn 29 in May of this year So it took me 21 is when it happened. So it took me eight years, almost technically almost eight years to open up about it to her. And I just finally opened up about it on our most recent vacation because someone else was opening up about their almost encounter. And we kind of all got on this subject of why don't we tell our parents which is kind of how this podcast came to be. Um, And I got a little bit of courage from hearing someone else in that particular moment to, I got a little bit of courage to, to open up about my own story. And it was, her response was the most amazing response I could have ever asked for. So when I finally opened up about it, her response was the absolute best thing I could have ever wanted. And my inner child, I'm going to cry. (laughs) My inner child was healed in a sense in that particular moment. And she had the most simple response. And that was, She looked at me right in my eyes and said, I'm sorry that you had to experience that. That's it. And she hugged me 
and she rocked me. And my inner child felt amazing to have that kind of a response. She didn't bombard me with anything if she went through certain things or whatever. She didn't bombard me with stories. She didn't say, you need to do this. You need to do that. She just said, I'm sorry that you experienced that, hugged me and rocked me and just gave me the biggest hug. And it was the most amazing thing ever. And to this day, that is my favorite mom and daughter moment with her because there was that, like we were opening up, we were, our hearts were open, there were no, there were no walls and it just felt amazing. So going back to the question, why do we hide major moments in our lives and what can we do going forward to better our relationships with our parents and our children these are just some things that i have come up with that i feel like would work for me personally and and who i am as a person so these may work for you they may not work for you but these are just kind of like my little ideas So one, I definitely would say that the first and foremost one to do is remaining open about your own experiences in life, opening your hearts and just holding space for your children to tell their story without any interruption, just holding space, allowing them to talk and just being there for them. Number two, keeping a judge-free zone. Even if it's something that you do not agree with, allowing them the space to feel safe, to open up about whatever it is that they're talking about. Because as parents, we should be our children's safe space. You are your child's safe space when they're in your care at home, when they're newborn to whenever they can start doing things for themselves like you are their safe space so why should that end as they get older and as they become adults and they start really living their own lives that shouldn't change so being your child's safe space no matter how old they are will definitely help keep that bond that emotional bond to to feel safe that will keep that open Number three, keeping your personal experiences to a minimum while they're talking. It's definitely okay to open up about your experiences and share. But remember that this moment is about them talking to you. So don't overshadow with your own stories. Like I said, it's it's definitely okay to open up and say, hey, I've gone through this too. And it shows that you're opening up to them and not hiding things from them. But just remember that when they're talking, leave it up to them. Allow them that safe space. Don't overshadow, overshadow them and, and just allow them to speak freely with absolutely no judgment. And then finally, number four, if it's something more serious, allow them their own control on how they proceed forward. Don't say you need to do this or do this for justice 
or do this for this, blah, 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 blah. Because in that particular moment, as they've opened up to you about it, it could be a very overwhelming thing. They're already overwhelmed by opening up about something that they've been hiding or whatever. Like they've already been overwhelmed with emotions by just opening up to you, period. So don't bombard them with, you need to do this. You need to speak to the police. You need to go X, Y, Z. Allow them to have that control to how they want to proceed forward. Even if you don't agree with it, like say if there is that, for example, if there is the, the SA taking advantage of R word situation and you know that they should go to the police and they should do X, Y, Z and all of that, allow them to make that decision for themselves. And maybe in that moment they don't want to, but they could change their minds as long as you are giving them the confidence to get there. But don't bombard them and like shake your finger at them and make them feel shame and any of that because they already feel shame. They already have all these different overwhelming emotions and it's hard. So just remember to just allow them to have their own control with how they proceed with things. Um, You wouldn't want to be forced into doing something either. So allow them that control. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this podcast episode. And allowing me to kind of share my story with you guys. And thank you for taking part in the question portion and allowing me to share some of your stories as well. I am sending you guys so much love, light, and healing. I hope that this podcast helps people out there who feel like they need to open up. Just know that your parents will always come around, even if you don't feel like they're going to react a certain way until you're an adult and out of whatever, out of the house. Just know that your parents do truly love and care about you at the core. They may also not have the skills to react in the best way. Just be patient. We all have to be patient with each other. We have to be patient as parents with our children. And as children, we have to be patient with our parents because there is no guidebook on how to be a parent. We're all literally just doing this by grasping at straws and what works and what does not work. So I hope that everyone can learn a little bit from this podcast. And I'm super grateful for all of my followers. I love you guys so much. And I look forward to seeing you in the very next episode of Tarot Tea with Brie. Love you. Bye.